Hello, hello. My name is Maya Victoria, and I'm here to welcome you to my very own podcast. It's 1111 Somewhere. Here on this podcast, we'll be discussing all types of things that linger across my mind, and I'm sharing this journey with you all to make sure that anyone listening in this very moment knows that they are not alone and that your thoughts and feelings always have value, even if it doesn't really feel like it in the moment. Today's episode is all about holding yourself accountable when it comes to your goals and ambitions. This concept is so versatile as it differs between each and every category, such as accountability for finances, schooling, fitness, diet, or even self-care as a whole. So like always, before we start, let's get into my quick thorns and roses of the day. The purpose for these is to build connections with myself, to take a moment and to be mindful, but also a moment of vulnerability with you guys listening. It's important to share your feelings and get them out there, and if I share something that you can relate to, then that also reminds us that we are never alone. So let's jump into my thorn for today. So guys, I finally did it. I finally checked off this item of my bucket list. And yes, it is on my bucket list. I broke my toe. Now, no, breaking my toe itself was not on my bucket list, but definitely breaking a bone was just because I've never been through that before. Um, But yeah, I broke a toe. So yesterday I was getting out of the bathroom and my right foot split my pinky toe off like in the crevice of the door. So it like bent the other way. And I heard like a little tiny crack and then it was just straight sharp pain from there. And I was like, oh my God, I am in pain. This hurts. And I didn't start like crying or anything. I kept my cool, but I sat down and I looked at my toe and my toe was like going the other way. And I was like, babe, please come here. I was calling my boyfriend to come over and he was looking at my feet and he's like, you know, it kind of, it looks a little bit swollen. It's not bruising immediately yet. Um, he's like, I don't see a difference, but I definitely see a difference. Like all of my little toes on my feet curve towards the big toe. I don't, I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one in this, but they all kind of make an arch towards my big toe. And now looking at my right foot, all of them are making an arch, except for the last pinky toe, which is now coincidentally straight and a little bit to the right. So, um, so yeah, so I was like, oh my God, I think it's actually broken. So I went to the doctor with my mom and they did an x-ray, which was really weird because the doctor at first was like, no, your foot looks fine. You're good to go. And it was a quick care. So it wasn't like legitimate like attention and help that I was given. But basically when we had left after just being given like a little wrap or whatever, she was like, Hey, we actually sent over your x-rays to the radiologist. And they said that your toe has a slight fracture, which basically is like a small, a small break. But yeah, so I have a fracture in my toe and I could definitely see where it happened in the x-ray. So that's cool, but it hurts and it sucks because this whole podcast today is about holding yourself accountable. And I wanted to start, you know, getting in my fitness stuff. And with a broken toe that hurts and I can barely walk on, it's really hard to find the motivation to do that now. So, so yeah, so that's my thorn. I did check it off my bucket list though. That's awesome. Perfect bone, by the way. Uh, I wouldn't like anything else other than this, but yeah, perfect bone. Great story. Um, so yeah, so that's my thorn. 
And my rose for today is that if you were listening to the last podcast, I had some financial stuff going on with my school and tuition. That has all been taken care of. So thank God that everything went through. All the paperwork was good and ready to go. Uh, It was approved and my tuition was back down to normal. So, and even a little bit less because the government gave a little bit more money this time um, in the grants. So uh, great stuff there. Super, super, super blessed for that to have happened. Very grateful and happy. No longer as stressed as I was before. So that's great. I'm very happy about that. So jumping into today's topic, when it comes to me holding myself accountable, I'd say it's like flipping a coin, which is horrible. Like, I mean, 50-50 chance is not cool when it comes to holding yourself accountable. Now, don't get me wrong. This is only for things that only affect myself. So if I'm in a scenario that affects other people, I obviously, this is completely different. But like I said earlier, it does differ between categories. So for example, when I'm at my job, I'll always come in, show up on time and perform 110% because that's just how I was raised. I show up at work, do what I'm told, do a little bit more extra, make the customers happy and boom. It's a win-win scenario because it is my job and I am getting paid. Um, but that system is just something I would never back down on. Um, I will forever, ever go in and do that. But when it comes to things like holding myself accountable for my diet, well, that's a little bit more difficult. It's harder for me to draw a line between discipline and neglect within myself. So when it comes to holding myself accountable, I'd say my biggest ongoing accomplishment is taking ownership of my school performance. And I mean, since my freshman year of high school. So a long time ago. It was the summer between eighth grade and my freshman year of high school. I actually remember going downstairs to my parents and telling them my entire four-year high school plan. And I told them that I'm going to get straight A's my freshman year. And when I do that, it'll roll over into the other year and the other year and the other year. And now that I'm a junior in college, I can say that I graduated high school with a 4.2 GPA, meaning I did in fact get straight A's every semester, grade, and class I ever took. And I did mention this before, that was the hardest thing that I've ever done. It was not easy, and I'm blessed to have grown up in a good home, in a good town, full of opportunities for those who fought for them, but without the support of my family and the insane pressure for myself that, thinking about it now, I probably could have loosened up a little bit on myself. I'm to this day very hard on myself, and that's probably where it all started. All I know is that because of the grind for four years, I earned myself a great scholarship to a beautiful school that will grant me the certificate to do what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I couldn't be more proud of myself. And to be honest, those habits transformed into college as well. Having about 16 classes so far, I've only gotten one B. And that B kills me. It kills me. I missed the first exam. Why? Because she decided to do exams online and it was like open for only an hour. And if you miss the time, then you miss the time. And it was like, what? Huh? And so, so yeah, I missed the first exam. And because of that, I have a B in that class. But anyways, I got an A in all of the other ones this far. So I'm very grateful for 15 year old Maya's dedication to her education and schooling. And no, I don't give myself enough credit, so I just had to go on a little spiel for a little bit. But like I said before, I absolutely have so much room for improvement when it comes to other areas, such as finance, diet, fitness, and especially self-care. And if you're like me, it can be hard to find a place to start. 
Normally, when I begin planning out my goals for myself, I follow important criteria that I can measure my progress with. So pretty much a timeline, consistency in the measurement, what am I measuring by? All of those things are super important when it comes to creating a goal that is actually going to work. And these measurements differ from each category. So if I was trying to save money, I'd set up a consistent savings deposit by percentage of paycheck. Or if I wanted to measure fitness goals, I could track my mile times once every two weeks or something like that. As long as you have a component that you're measuring to see if it's gotten better since the last time you measured it. And then for the goal itself, make sure you set that goal. If it's, okay, I want this accomplished in one month or two months, just have an area rough estimate of where you want it to be completed by. That way you can create a timeline that is actually statistically correct. But those are just two examples of plenty. It all depends where you see yourself and then figuring out how you're going to get there step by step. Mood boards and journals are great for this stuff. This is when you get to ask yourself what kind of life that future you is living. Imagine that version of yourself. Do they have a morning routine, a gym membership, a planner that they carry around in their cute little backpack? I don't know about you, but I imagine myself having a backpack that has everything I could possibly ever need inside of it. I'm not a purse girl, never been a purse girl, but I will in the future indeed be carrying a backpack. And then of course, ask them what they do in their free time. How are they enjoying themselves? These are the questions that could help you find the source of what you're really looking for. For myself, I see her waking up really early, which is something that I don't do now, not even close, but I would truly like to change that. I see her having a morning fitness routine, followed by a delicious protein shake. I then see her going to the job of her dreams, and then coming home and picking up her kids from school, and then having a nutritious, freshly home-cooked meal ready for everyone to eat that is full of all the different kinds of vitamins, proteins, carbs, all that good stuff. And then when she puts those little babies to sleep, then she has a nighttime self-care routine that's full of pampering, love, headphones with good music, and the smell of, I don't know, maybe lavender or mint. And then when she finally lays down, she opens her Chase account and sees a lovely amount of money saved up. Which that one I'm already working on because all I do with my money is save it. But, you know, it'll be more than what I have now, of course. But now that I have this view, I can use that to start making goals. So for example, if I want to wake up early, well then now I have to set a sleep schedule that works and is feasible for my lifestyle. I also need to find a source of physical activity that will build the areas of fitness that I'd like to admire most. But with this vision, I could create goals that I can actually track progress with. This is super important, having a way that you can visually see your progress or at least just keeping a diary or a journal or a photo album of progress, it can help a lot. Looking back at your hard work can be a huge motivator. It's all about consistency. And if you have one thing to take away from this video, it's that you must be consistent to see the progress and get the results you long for. Bottom line, write these goals out. And pro tip, use Pinterest to spark your motivation. It's my favorite thing to do. But when you do start working on these things, you have to remember that it will be hard. It won't ever be easy. Will it get easier? Most definitely, but it'll never be easy. It'll just be less hard. You have to keep sight of where you're going and why you're going there. 
And as we wrap full circle, nothing will work out the way that you want it to if you don't hold yourself accountable. You will be tempted by things that will lead you in the wrong direction. And you have to be aware of these things and find the strength and discipline to stay on track. You owe yourself to be disciplined. Kind of like they say, your body is a temple. It only is a temple if you make it one. You choose what to do with your body. You choose what you put in it. And you choose your path. Now with this, be warned, you will have days of relapse. You'll have days where you feel completely abandoned by yourself and your goals. After this, it can go one of two ways. You can take accountability that you messed up and get back on your schedule minutes after you fall off. Or you can just give up and erase all the progress that you've made. And I'm 100% guilty of this one. I quite literally lose all of my motivation in one day and it unravels into the quote unquote, well, I already messed up yesterday, so I might as well mess up again today and I'll start over and do better tomorrow. Don't believe that. Start immediately if you can. It doesn't have to be the next day. Make that commitment to yourself right then and there. You deserve that. You're only human, but that doesn't mean that you can give up on yourself. This whole thing is for you because you love yourself and you want to be better for yourself. Just don't forget to be your number one supporter. All good things take time and effort. It's in all of us. You can make your goals turn into accomplishments, and all it takes is that mental shift. And boom, you're already started. No matter what, never think that you're alone, because even if you physically are, you're not. Because I'm in your ear talking my talk, and this is only the beginning. I've got tons of ideas for this podcast, including episode 7, that will be released next Sunday at 11.11 a.m. And if you made it all the way to the end, please like, share, rate, and also follow. And if you have any topics you'd like me to discuss, leave them in the Q&A section below. Thank you so much for listening. As always, have a beautiful rest of your day. And stay you, because you're amazing. I'll catch you later. Sincerely, Maya.